Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into another edition of Home Run Throwback. I am Jay Morris at JMorrisMCM on Twitter. You can see miracles.com. Today is Tuesday, November the 14th. It's been a minute since I've done a podcast, so I thought we would check in here. Uh, since we last talked, the Titans did whatever they did in Tampa. Um, the offensive line is terrible, and until that gets fixed, there's not really anything else that's going to be able to happen. Um, I want to talk a little bit today about Mike Vrabel. And I posed the question on Twitter on Sunday night, what does Mike Vrabel do well as a head coach? And let me let me start off by saying that I don't think that the Titans should fire Mike Vrabel. That, that's not what I'm getting at here. Somebody said, we get it, you want him fired. That's not, that's not true. I don't want him fired. I'm just curious as to, you know, everybody's like, oh, he's a great head coach, he's well-respected around the league, all those things. Why? What is it that makes him so great? And so my friend Justin Mello responded with six points that make Vrabel a head coach. And I just kind of want to go through them one by one and see whether or not they are still true. Because I think all of them were true at a certain point in time. But let's talk about whether or not they are still true. Number one, he said the team is prepared. Okay, well, that may be the case. I don't know what leads you to that conclusion like I said I think there are times in the past where we have seen really good game plans for specific situations based on what a team does well or a deficiency the Titans might have where Rabel would help cover up for that I mean we, we think a lot about the year that Derrick Henry got hurt and you know how well they played after that and a lot of games that people didn't expect them to win um, so I think that certainly was true at one point now if they are prepared it's not showing up Okay. Now, and let me, I, I should have started off by saying that the, the biggest problem this team has is personnel. Um, you know, if you want to list, there, there are a lot of problems on this team. And if you wanted to list 10 of them, I think the first five are all personnel. Okay. So let, let's just, let's make that a caveat with each thing here that Vrabel is playing with bad personnel and some personnel problems that limit them very, very much. Okay. So I do understand that. Um, but, I think preparation would be trying to come up with something different to do to mask the offensive line problems, a shorter passing game, those type of things that we don't see a lot of, okay? So, team is prepared, maybe, maybe not, great. You know, they're, they haven't won a road game in a year. All right, they play hard for him, was, was Melo's second point. I think that was true at one point. I don't think they played hard. On Sunday, I don't think their energy level 
is where it needs to be. Now, again, I, I, I hate saying that to an extent because I don't know. I'm not in that building. I'm not on the sideline. Um, so, but just watching it from afar, I'm not sure that they're, that, that they play hard for him thing is still really true. Now, I'm not saying they quit on him because there's a difference between like lacking energy and completely quitting on him. They haven't quit on him by any means. If they quit on him, then it becomes a big problem. But I'm not sure that they play with that hard-nosed edge that we thought that they would be known for, okay? Now, and part of that might be because the offensive line is so bad, they can't move people, and no matter how hard they play, they still suck, and so it doesn't matter. Like, that that could certainly be the tr- be part of the problem, okay? So let me, let me put that out there. Now, number three, number four, number five, Mello. Number three is players coach. Number four, outstanding leader. Number five, builds unique relationships with players. That's all really nice, and like, sure, it's all true, great, but like, it's not translating to wins, and none of it matters, nothing matters in those three points if they don't win, and then so we talked, I I came back, and he came back and said, well, you know, with um, the players coach and build unique relationships, that's going to help the team in free agency. Okay, how? How? Where are the big guys that we're getting that just came here because they wanted to play for Vrabel. Where's that list? Who are those guys? I mean, I'm not saying that free agency has been bad because they've, they've added some good players in free agency, but like, what is the, where's the big payoff there? I mean, if DeAndre Hopkins came here because of Mike Vrabel, then that's awesome. That's great. Like, that, that's a good pull. Hopkins and Vrabel were together in Houston. Maybe that's a part of it. But like, those things are nice to say, but if they don't translate to wins and losses, I mean, to wins, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. None, none of it matters. And then his sixth point was out, or outstanding understanding of rule book, how to use 2-2 two, two, two at his advantage in the, in the New England playoff game. Again, I think that Vrabel does know the rule book well. I think that he, he does a good job with that. The example that Melo used happened in a playoff game three years ago. Okay, so I, I need some more up-to-date references. He came back and said the challenge on Sunday that the Titans won, um, which – I mean, yeah, they, they won that challenge. I didn't think it was a good challenge at the time because it didn't look to me that there was clear evidence that the ball hit the ground. They ended up, I was surprised when they overturned it. Um, we've seen all across the league that they have a, they have trouble defining what a catch is. Uh, it looks different from week to week from refereeing crew to refereeing crew. Um, so, I mean, yeah, Vrabel won that challenge, but I'm not sure that was a... Uh, you know, like that was him knowing the rule book and, and knowing they were going to win that challenge. I think he, he maybe got a little bit lucky there. Um, and then Melo said at the end, there isn't a coach in the league that wins with this roster. And I don't disagree with that. Like I said, 10 reasons the team is bad. The first five are all personnel. I agree with that a hundred percent. Okay. So again, somebody came back at me and said, you know, I think I already said this, we get it. You want variable fired. I don't want variable fired. I want the team to be better. I want the team to be better, and I want to see what I want to see results on the field. And I just, you know, they're three and thirteen in their last sixteen. Haven't won a road game since the Todd Downing drunken game. Like, so all of these things matter. All these things matter. And you can sit here and say, well, the personnel's bad, the roster's bad, all that stuff. That, that all that is true. But at some point, you got to win games. Bill Parcells said it right. You are what your record says you are. Okay, so. Vrabel had a really good run here in the beginning. It's been rough for the last year plus at this point. Okay, again, injuries, personnel. I understand all that. 
But at some point, this because I saw somebody on Twitter said, "Oh, this seems like the you know the the time spent Jaguars this weekend. This is the perfect Mike Vrabel spot where they'll they'll show up and they'll win." I would have believed that a year and a half ago. I don't anymore. I don't anymore. I, I don't have any confidence that this team is going to play anywhere above the level that they're at. I don't think that, that Vrabel is getting that out of them at this point. I think Vrabel looks different on the sidelines. Now, again, this is me from afar. This is me judging from afar, and so that's not really fair. I think he looks different on the sideline. I think that there is not the same confidence in that building that there was at the beginning of Vrabel being here. I get it. I get it. But... At some point, you got to win some games, okay? Now, we can talk about how it's probably better for this team if they lose games for the rest of the year. Like, I understand that to get, in the, to, to get higher up in the draft because there are a lot of needs that this team has, so I understand that. So maybe it's better long-term, but we're specifically talking about Vrabel here. The other thing that I'll conclude with is, you know, there's, there's all this noise about Belichick and the Patriots and how Vrabel is Rob, Robert Kraft's home run choice to, to succeed Belichick in New England. If the Patriots want to send us a couple of Patriots want to send the Titans a couple of first round picks for Mike Vrabel, then I'm assuming that would be an Amy Adams shrunk level decision. She would be crazy not to do it. She would be crazy not to do it. With what this team needs, with all the needs that they have to get a first a couple of first round picks or a first and a second or you know whatever it ends up being they should absolutely entertain that thought if the patriots want to do it after this season again that's not wanting him fired because fired is you send him on his way you pay him the rest of his contract you get nothing for it but if they're willing to send picks with the patriots only having what two wins this year you absolutely have to consider that. And then Rand Carthon goes and poaches somebody from Kyle Shanahan's offensive staff in in San Francisco to work with, with Will Levis. I don't hate that idea. Okay. So again, that's just something they gotta keep in the back of the mind. I don't know what that is, what how much truth is there is to any of that. Um, you know, it, there's a long way to go between now and, and something like that happening. But if that scenario is on the table, it absolutely has to be entertaining. All right, that'll do it for today. We will be back more consistent now. Sorry, I, had, I was sick and had, just had some stuff going on. Back at it now. So subscribe to the podcast, Home Run Throwback. Wherever you get your podcast, will be in your feed daily. Um, kind of quick-hitting episodes, letting you know what's going on. So subscribe to that. Like I said, from the top, MutantCityMiracles.com is all your information in between podcasts and on Twitter, at JMorrisMCM. Thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you again later. Home Run Throwback is a part of the Fans First Sports Network.